0: everyone, and welcome to episode 7 of the Growing Pains podcast. I am hopping on here today to talk about flying monkeys. And I'm not talking about flying monkeys in a literal sense. I'm talking about flying monkeys as the concept of the role of a flying monkey to a narcissist. Now, when I first started doing research on narcissism, flying monkeys came up a lot. The concept of a flying monkey. And I laughed because I was like, what the heck is a flying monkey? And like, what does this have to do with narcissism? This is just a weird concept. But it makes a lot of sense. So... The concept of flying monkeys actually came from the movie The Wizard of Oz. And if you've watched the movie, you can understand that the flying monkeys are sent by the Wicked Witch to do her dirty work for her. And if you think of that concept or that analogy when it comes to narcissism, you can try to put the pieces together and understand that a flying monkey to a narcissist is the same thing. In that dynamic, the narcissist would be the wicked witch and those that are sent by the narcissist to do his or her dirty work is the flying monkey. So let's break this down a little bit. In a previous episode, we talked about enabling a narcissist. And when you enable a narcissist, you constantly make excuses for this narcissist and their behavior, whether you recognize that or you realize that or not. Now, a flying monkey is also an enabler to a narcissist but it's at a different level an enabler is the excuse maker they will defend they will try to change the subject they will sit there and try and say that you shouldn't feel how you feel because the narcissist is not that type of person they're in on the conversation a flying monkey again is also an enabler But they're not just in on the conversation, they're in on the action. So Flying Monkey does the dirty work for a narcissist, whether they realize it or not. Sometimes they can be sent by the narcissist to take part in events or activities or things that they really shouldn't be participating in, but they feel like they're helping the narcissist. The narcissist manipulated that person into believing that what they're doing is right. So let me give you an example. So I've been very open. I have a narcissist in my life. That narcissist happens to be my parent. And when trying to dissect... Narcissism and be open with those around you on why you feel the way you feel or why I feel the way that I feel. Everyone has their own opinion. Everyone has their own beliefs. And everyone is entitled to their opinion. But I'm at a point in my life where I don't feel like I need validation from anyone because I'm certain in how I feel and I'm certain about what I've experienced because I've done the research and I understand what narcissism is. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a narcissism expert. I'm not a licensed professional. I'm not a doctor. I've just removed myself from the narcissist and done the homework to recognize the behaviors and not so caught up in the relationship that I had to that narcissist. And now when you talk to people that are close to the narcissist still and might not have done that same research or might not be removed from the narcissist, they're in the position that I once was. They're blinded by the relationship and the obligation that they feel towards the narcissist instead of recognizing that the behaviors are wrong and holding the narcissist accountable for that. So now, some conversations that I've had, I've had to have with flying monkeys of that narcissist. And I once was a flying monkey to the narcissist in my life as well. That narcissist has put me in situations to where I've done the dirty work for them without even realizing that. And now I'm speaking to other flying monkeys that don't understand that concept yet, which is okay. But in order to heal and in order to process and in order to move forward, it's important for me to understand that the narcissist's flying monkeys are going to be the most difficult to speak to and will have the most, honestly, the most to say and will not be in favor of what I have to say. But I have to be okay with that. I mean, I don't have to be okay with that, but I have to understand that that's the place that that person is at in their life. They're still in on that action. They're still currently being manipulated. And they still don't recognize that those behaviors are wrong. They're still in on the manipulation. So with dealing with a flying monkey, it's important to control what you can control. I know that if I have a conversation with a flying monkey right now in my personal situation that that conversation is going to go either in one ear and out the other, or that flying monkey is going to get super defensive. And they're not really going to hear what I have to say or trust in what I have to say. Honestly, they might not even believe what I have to say because they're so involved in the manipulation and they're so involved in the drama. The difference between having a conversation with an enabler... And having a conversation with a flying monkey is that having a conversation with an enabler, it's in defense mode, it's in favor of the narcissist, but having a conversation with a flying monkey almost feels like a personal attack to a flying monkey because they're doing the same work. And I hope that makes sense. So yes, a flying monkey is almost a very it's a very similar role of a narcissist and flying monkeys do tend to have narcissistic qualities as well but they don't just come out of nowhere those qual—those qualities are developed by the narcissist themselves and once that flying monkey understands or realizes that they don't want to be a flying monkey anymore they will start putting the pieces together And it's important to understand that once you decide to not be a flying monkey to a narcissist anymore, you're cut off. So, again, I was a flying monkey to a parent narcissist. So once I made a decision that I didn't want to be a flying monkey anymore, I was written off. The conversations that happen now are that the narcissist... In my life and I are two completely different people and we don't see eye to eye anymore. So that's why we're no longer, we no longer speak. When that's not why, I mean, yes, we're two completely different people, but I'm just not feeding into your drama anymore. I'm not a source of supply for you anymore. And I want to get into narcissistic supply at a different episode. Because that's a huge topic as well. Because narcissists get their supply from enablers and from flying monkeys. Being a flying monkey is a form of enabling. It's just a different role. When you're a flying monkey... Especially when you're a child and you're a flying monkey. It's hard to separate yourself. It's hard to realize that a lot of the decisions that you made were not the best decisions, but you thought you had made good decisions because it was your parent giving you that direction. (laughs) But once you make the decision that you don't want to be a flying monkey anymore and you start doing the homework things become more and more clear and you start to understand why you made the choices that you did and it becomes more and more apparent that it's not your fault. The most important part is not feeding into the reactions of other people. And knowing when those conversations are worth it. For me personally, I can sit down and have conversations with enablers right now. I cannot sit down and have active productive conversations with flying monkeys right now. It's just not, it's not worth it. And it's okay because I was a flying monkey at once, at one point too. I just wasn't ready to face the facts. And I didn't understand the concept, but now I do. And it's important to know that you need to protect yourself. It's like an alliance. When you're a flying monkey, it's like you create an alliance with a narcissist and it's like breaking that alliance. You feel the need to protect yourself at all costs. And once you break that alliance, it's really no telling what comes after that there's there's gonna be all types of stories about why you don't want to be part of that narcissist life anymore and why you don't want to be a flying monkey to that narcissist anymore but it doesn't matter it really doesn't the most important part is getting your sense of self back getting away from the drama understanding that If you have a desire for attention or if you have attention seeking behaviors, it's because you were, for me personally, I was raised by a narcissist, so it's kind of embedded. But how you channel those behaviors is very important. But I am no longer a flying monkey. And it's one of the best decisions, definitely one of the toughest decisions, but one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's difficult, don't get me wrong. But once you do it, you'll start to understand the role that you played to the narcissist in your life. You'll understand what these different roles to a narcissist are. You'll understand that being a flying monkey is a form of enabling, but at a different level. And that all of the behaviors that come along with narcissism aren't your fault. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out. I know sometimes these topics can be confusing. And sometimes the terminology that's used with topics like narcissism, it can take a while to break down and understand and dissect how they relate to your own life so please feel free to reach out if you have any questions but i hope you all have a great day and i will talk to you all soon take care